takes the Arizona Cardinals to Charlotte. Carolina Panthers hosting them on uh, Sunday. And uh, here to talk about the uh, Panthers with us this week's opponent from Panthers.com, the one and only Darren Gant joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Darren, uh, good morning to you, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. How are my friends in Arizona this morning? Hello, Darren. How are you doing, my man? I'm doing great. Every Everything's great here. We're just waiting to see what happens with the hurricane. Hope everybody in Florida is holding up. Yeah. You know, obviously, everybody's thoughts are down there, but it could get a little messy here this weekend. Sounds like the forecast might be doing us a little favor in terms of our temporal needs as it pertains to this football game, but uh, obviously bigger concerns. Um, one of the concerns here in Arizona has been the Carolina Panthers' ownership of the Arizona Cardinals in this rivalry, and specifically with the two current coaches. I mean, Matt Rule hasn't beat many guys, but he beats Cliff Kingsbury with a regular basis. How much has that been talked about in in, in Carolina this week, Darren? Oh, not a lot. I I told Darren Urban the other day, uh, my compatriot at azcardinals.com, I said, I think it's just karma for you guys breaking Jake DeLome. um, (laughs) Yeah, we did. Yeah, a little bit of payback there. But, no, I mean, it it has been. I I think they have been very careful not to let anybody in this building think that they've got somebody's number. I mean, the Carolina Panthers aren't a spot where they can take anything for granted against anybody right now. Not when, you know, they've played the way they have over the last two plus years so it is an interesting matchup because I think in general when you look at what they've tried to put together on defense they build a defense based on speed rather than power mm-hmm. and guys who can get to the edge guys who can make plays out in space and you know with what the Cardinals try to do offensively it's it's kind of a good match, and so I think a lot of it has kind of been built on that stylistically. It's probably a good match for them, but at the same time, this defense is not the same as it's been the last couple of years. They deliberately tried to get a little bigger this offseason by going with a bigger defensive end instead of a 240-pound Hassan Reddick on the edge. They tried to get a little bigger at linebacker, and they, and they played a more aggressive style last week than we'd seen from the first two weeks. So, you know, I mean, you hear coaches say it all the time and we always roll their eyes when they say every season's different but this season is different so I don't know that anybody can necessarily expect the same old same old from these Carolina Panthers. Alright how's the Baker Mayfield experience played in Charlotte and, and what is the state of this offense coming into Sunday's game? I think in terms of Baker himself, the city of Charlotte was prepared to embrace anything. I mean, they're looking for quarterback answers around here and have been for about five years. So I I think everybody was prepared to think, oh, okay, this is going to work great. It hasn't worked great so far. Baker hasn't been particularly good. Uh, to use the technical football phrase. Um, you know, he's down the bottom of the league in the 30-31 range in completion percentage, passer rating, third down percentage this year has been the biggest problem. And, you know, for a guy who walked in, didn't have OTAs, came in late right before the start of training camp, what he needs is reps in the offense. And they're so bad on third down right now that they're only averaging about 55 plays a game. And that's not enough plays a game. So it's still very much a work in progress. There are moments where you see some of that old Baker, and I guess by old Baker, even though he's not old, we mean 2020 Baker, not the 21 version we saw in Cleveland. But there are moments, and and particularly when he airs it out, throws a deep ball. I mean, he hit Robbie Anderson for a 75-yard touchdown the other week. He's shown signs of big playability. It just hasn't been very consistent. Mm -hmm. And so I think until he really gets his feet underneath him, I've always – 
you know, kind of believe you want to give it five or six weeks at least in a season. I hate people who look at three weeks worth of evidence and say this is the way it's always going to be because how often do we get to January and say, oh, yeah, those first three weeks of the season, that's exactly how this turned out. Darren Gant from Panthers.com, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Yeah, you, you kind of hit on it. The offense has been challenged so far. They've yet to have 300 yards of total <laughs> offense. That's in, a nice way to say in it. In a game. Yeah. Uh, but another challenge that could arise or maybe arising as we speak is the condition of, of Christian McCaffrey with the quad. I mean, what, what's the prognosis for him? Uh, because I imagine those challenges offensively get a lot uh, deeper, Darren, if he can't go on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, and we don't know is the only honest answer right now. They haven't gone out to the practice field yet long until later this afternoon. Uh, what we know is that Christian has normally been given Wednesdays off for rest. Yesterday, he was on the report with a thigh. You know, Matt Rule referred to it as quad something uh, that he was getting looked at trying to get himself right. Until we get out there on a the field day, we don't know. I mean, obviously, it's a huge deal because running the ball is the one thing that's going well for the Panthers. Now, I will say, if they get in a situation where Christian's not available. They've got a better grade of backup this year in Deontay Foreman. I mean, we saw what he did in Tennessee last year when Derrick Henry got hurt. He is a guy who can be a lead back uh, at least for a short amount of time. There's recent evidence that he can do that, and I think, you know, at this point, without knowing what Christian's availability is going to be today, tomorrow, I think if you go into a game, you still feel like you can run it with Deontay and Chuba Hubbard as a change of pace guy. Um, and we'll see how that works. Obviously, neither one of those guys is Christian McCaffrey. Very few people in the league are, uh, but Christian is a guy, when he's out there, he can change things, and, you know, the fact that that they've been able to move the ball at all the last two weeks is or three weeks is almost exclusively on Christian because uh, he's been the one thing that's worked mm. so far. Right. Okay. Let's. Um. I want to talk about Matt Rule because there was a time when he came out of college, he was considered to be okay. This guy is the the hot new thing in the NFL. Obviously, um, a, a lot of great coaching prospects um, are, are sunk with their talent level. What is just the vibe of this football team at this stage of his tenure going into? this game yeah i mean it's kind of weird and and you know how coaches are big nobody ever wants to go year to year on comparisons and things like that so i mean they talked about two game losing streaks not nine game losing streaks uh to make it sound a little less precarious maybe Uh than it was but um you know matt's the 2022 experience is so different from 20 and 21. I mean, they have not found stability at quarterback. They have not uh, put things together. I mean, for a college coach to come into the NFL, that's an incredible transition to make anyway. To do it, oh, we uh, haven't noticed in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. To, <laughs> Sorry. To do it in the middle of COVID and on the heels of the Cam Newton era makes it that much more difficult. So, I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't found the stable footing I think they were looking for. But it was interesting to me that after last week's game, when they finally get a win, and nobody likes it when I say finally around this building, because, again, they keep calling it a two-gamer, not a nine-gamer. Uh, it's been a long time since Panthers have won a, a game. And the players responded by giving Matt a game ball. 
after it. So it's not a lost locker room situation. It's not a everybody hates him situation. I mean, the stuff they're working on uh, still makes sense. The things he's trying to get them to do are valid and cogent football things to do. But until they get some stuff settled, until they get some stability at quarterback, I don't know how much any of it's going to matter. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. Still a work in progress. But everything the owner has suggested throughout – uh, this offseason is he knew this was going to be a long process. Uh, it has been. Uh, they're still working toward where they want to be, and, and we'll see over the rest of the season what that looks like. I mean, I don't, you know, you don't go 11 and 25 in two plus seasons in the NFL and have what anybody would consider security. But I, I think at the moment they're still waiting to see what this thing looks like in another month, two months. You know, his name has shown up on the candidate list for Arizona State yeah, there. I'm just, just, and he's rebuilt two yes. programs uh, in his college well, past. I'm just saying. I just appreciate that you guys said Arizona State to differentiate it from ASU, which as we all know, all of us football cognizant, all of us know that ASU means Appalachian State That's University. Right. That's right. That's the true football school. That's where, uh, you know, we go win big games and get on TV and make people happy, unlike the other one out there in the desert. I saw that tweet and made me laugh out loud, 28 Darren. to 3, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about James Madison. We're talking about 40 right. points in the fourth quarter against UNC. We're talking right. about Hail Mary to win a game right. against Troy State. We're talking about Texas A&M. I don't I was out. I was watching Farm Aid last weekend, so I didn't see the James Madison game. It does not exist. I don't think anybody has played more exciting games than, than Appalachian State this year. That's that's certainly the case. Every week it's something I would with them. prefer a couple boring ones, especially if we were winning. <laughs> Darren, always good to have you on the show. Thanks so much Be for well, your time brother. today.